Hello everyone, this is your homegirl Shalom saying hello from this side. How are y'all doing? How is your day going? And how has it been? Well, quickly today, I want to discuss um, contentment. The antidote for not enough. Contentment is the antidote for not enough, not abundance. Now, over time, I have seen a lack of contentment crash relationships. And contentment, according to the dictionary, is a state of being satisfied with oneself and satisfied with one situation. Now, it's important to know that whatever you do, remember that the abundance of now, the abundance of the now is more than enough. One of the love practices is the practice of contentment, being satisfied with who you are and those that are in your life. It's a practice of reverence. That is contentment now. Contentment is a practice of reverence for the reality of this moment as it is. Reverence for who we are, just as we are, and reverence for others just as they are. Now, content people are not complacent. They don't lazy around. And contentment still gives room for growth. It doesn't make you a retard. But at the same time, it checks you and checks your wants. Makes you differentiate between wants and needs. And makes you know which is more important. Which is more important. Now, when you're contented, you have... A scale of preference in your list of priorities you can pick what is more important now discontentment envy and jealousy cannot breed where contentment is a lot of people are not satisfied with how they look who they are who their partners are and as a result they come off as greedy because that's actually what they are and then this bred so many atrocities, so many things. Because if you're not satisfied with yourself, I mean, how do you want to be satisfied with somebody else that's in your life? Now, contentment makes us love others for who they are. That is one. There are quite some things I want to name here. And contentment is the antidote to endless wanting, addictive craving. Addictive craving for the things that are not important. The things that don't call for urgency. Contentment actually settles it. It is not abundance that actually settles not enough. When it comes to material things, when it comes to other things in life, if you're not contented, you keep wanting more. Because the truth is, human beings naturally are their desires are insatiable. I mean, they can't be satisfied. So it is important to practice the acts and the arts of being content with oneself. Because when it comes to relationships, I've heard people, I've heard people who say, oh, this person is more beautiful than I, this person's boyfriend has much money than me, than my boyfriend, and all that. And you ask yourself then, why are you in the relationship with this person when you know that you're not satisfied with what the person is giving you or what the person is trying to provide you with. 
I mean, it's kind of it's it's quite selfish because some will go ahead and still cheat on their spouses. You know. Now, contentment makes you distinguish between wants and needs, as I've earlier mentioned, and it makes you see that joy does not come from possessions or even life situations. And contentment actually, in all the sense of it, promotes simplicity and it reduces stress in every way. When you're simple, if you notice, people who are simple, they are people who are rich, but at the same time, they are they're content. And because they are content, they don't place, they don't stress so much over the things they have, even the things that over time in life they have acquired. Now, human beings generally, all of us are, all have a remarkable capacity for taking every miraculous day for granted. Part of the act and the art of being content is when you wake up and thank God for the fact that you're alive. Being conscious of your environment, waking up hale and hearty, and hearty, remembering that I'm putting into consideration that the very breath that you've taken that brought you to life, someone or people out there, there are people out there who have just breathed their last and they've left this mortal plane. Now, when you recognize that, when you're content with what you have, with who you have, you begin to imbibe the act of gratitude. Like you're grateful for what you have. You do not go about lusting, because I call it lust. You don't go about lusting for other things that people have while neglecting yours. You know? So, now, awareness of our mortality enhances the preciousness in this gift of life. When you're aware that I'm human, things happen. Yeah, we all pray for the gift of long life, but come on. What if we're not told, nobody's told when he or she will die. But the most important thing is be content and be grateful for what you have. Because when you're aware of your mortal um, state as a human being, it enhances how mindful you are of the way you relate, the way you deal, the way you act. And it makes you value the gift of life. And you see that life is precious. Now, one thing again that I would like you to notice, be mindful of the impermanence of everything else. Life is fleeting and life is ephemeral. No matter what any man or woman acquires, someday, some way, somehow, it's just got to leave. Trust me. And while you're living, you can't pack what you, you've acquired along the line. Most importantly, after you've gone, is the lives that you've touched. Is the lives that the people that you've um, you've made an impact in some way somehow, whether positive or negative, they remember you for who you are. So, anyway, one thing I also like to touch is, yeah, I've touched it the other time, and that's gratitude. And we should also be conscious of the reality of healing and grace. I mean. Healing doesn't have to do with the body alone, but the soul, the mind, the conscious of the reality of healing and the grace of God over your life as an individual. And remember that happiness does not come from possessions. Happiness does not come from power. 
from fame, from popularity, popularity, prestige, or status. More, M-O-R-E, does not bring happiness. And it's also important to abstain from things that would hurt you as an individual. Things that are not important, really, sometimes some of us go out of our way to spend our money, our hard-earned money, to impress somebody else out there just because we want to prove a point. And if you're in a relationship and you want to do that, you kind of put a strain on your partner. Whether you know or whether you do not know, you put a strain on your partner. But come on. Because you want to get what this other person in the, uh, the other side of the street has or this neighbor that you have because she has this and you feel you want to prove a point. But come on, it all boils down to being self-centered. I mean, if I'm in a relationship or you are in a relationship and then you feel you need something, not the word need, not want, and it's important, then go ahead and, you know, get it. Some people want to rock. Whatever you want to rock, someone want to rock shoes because they see another person rocking it. Oh, I saw a girl rocking a, a Gucci bag, a, whatever it is. If it's a hair, a shoe, a bag, whatever it is you want to rock, just, ma- just make sure that it's not self-centered and make sure that it's not putting a strain on your, on your relationship. Now, I'm still going to come back to this. This is the part one of contentment and how contentment actually is the antidote for not enough abundance look you can keep adding and adding and adding and acquiring things and acquiring wealth and getting this and getting that things are going out of vogue clothes shoes whatever they are going out of vogue every time so the more you keep acquiring the more you keep wanting so there is a need for every person to practice especially in your relationships practice the art of being content with yourself If you're content with yourself, trust me, you'll be content with someone else. Okay? There's a part two of this which will be released soon. Thank you, guys.